0: I definitely don't think I would have done it without, if my family hadn't have done it. I used to run and I used to feel that everything was in time with each other. Breathing through my nose was in time with my body and it was all, I wouldn't say it was shallow breathing, but everything was in a rhythm and it's completely different running like. I used to also have a bit of anxiety. I used to get very anxious about things. Very much now I'm not. Physically, I've never had a problem with my skin, which most people do. It's like Federer in a tennis match. You're not screaming, you're not shouting, you're not so vulnerable. You might think you're healthy, you might not think you're healthy, but there's no reason not to do it, it takes some work. I say this to my friend who's like, but people were very scared to come away from a conventional view of medicine and come away from the medicine. Why not do it? It's, it's not going to harm. The only thing it can do is help. As much as you put into it, you'll get from it, I think.
1: Welcome to this new episode of the Learn Buteco podcast. We are going to continue on our journey through the life cycle. And today we have a very special guest with us. His name is Shmu. Shmoo started doing the Buteiko method at the age of 14 and he's going to tell us about his experience with the method. A very articulate young man now, he will lay it out for us how quick and effective can this method be for teenagers. So Shmoo, you started to do Buteiko after... Tell, tell us a bit, so because your family has done it as well yes tell us about how you got into doing it through you know because this is very typical for for younger people to do it with the family or yes. after some members of the family have yes. done it so i definitely
0: don't think i would have done it without if my family hadn't have done it i wasn't i was never actively seeking anything i was I, i've always been i think fairly healthy and i never was looking for anything but um Yeah, so my mum, my mum did it first because of her asthma, which um, my grandma had recommended it to her 30 years ago after reading it about in a newspaper.
1: 30 years ago?
0: It was, I think, yeah, my mum said it was about 30 years before she did it.
1: Wow, okay.
0: Her mother had said that here's something that might help your asthma. And because my mum had quite bad asthma and then um so 30 years on about i think probably about less than five years ago maybe we all started my mum did it first then my dad did it and then i started doing it and then my sister did it a few months later um but no my mum it was i my mum said it was it was amazing for her her asthma it gave her a, a tool to fight it and help Cure it, really. I think, and manage it, and then, um, and then I was just like, why not? Why not try it? Why not do it? Excellent.
1: Um, just, just curious. Was your grandmother saying this thirty years ago in the UK?
0: I, I would have thought so. Yes. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Yeah. That's very. That's very early. Yeah. That's very early back in the day. Yeah great <laughs> quite advanced um, okay so you said you you were healthy but you were experiencing some symptoms and yeah, maybe a so, so how did that get better or, or did you have any results in that regard
0: so yeah I used to um, I used to come home from school and fall asleep I remember there was a time when that was happening to me and then a little probably... And I went for a blood test and I was, and my blood sugar levels weren't quite right. I think we found out, I it wasn't dangerous. I wasn't so unhealthy. I did a lot of sport. I did, I ate fairly well. I think I was never unhealthy. I used to get migraines, um, mm. but, and now, yeah. And then I think that was really the only, unhealthiness I suffered with but I don't I wouldn't I would never say I suffered I would never describe myself as being an unhealthy person but I did there were periods that I was quite tired that I just fall asleep and I just I wouldn't really be able to do a full day
1: sure and 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 the dynamics at school I suppose as well right because yeah it I mean, it's pretty intense.
0: intense I'd be fine I isn't yeah it's a six hour day at school or longer and i come home and i just crash on the sofa i wouldn't be able to really do anything else that evening yeah no. i used to i used to ride horses i used to have a pony um i don't really anymore he's retired now
1: i see so you're not doing that anymore
0: no i go up i the stables where i used to have him i've got very close friends there so i still i still see them and i still and i'll go up right. and, up and see him occasionally but i'm not it's not what it was I used to be there all day every day
1: do you do any other sports
0: oh yeah yeah um I think at that time I was also running um but yeah I don't really run as much anymore at least not properly. Okay,
1: did you feel any difference when on, on the running I, I guess I Martha guess changed your breathing from perhaps you well, perhaps, I, did, I don't know
0: I we started doing, what well, I started doing botteco at a point when I was running. I remember this actually, because I remember I when, when I started going to the running club that I went to and the, the lessons and things, I wasn't doing botteco. And then at some point into it, I started doing botteco and I tried, I'd always, I'd always run I used to always run with just my nose. I think a bit with my mouth, but I used to try and run even at school, just when we were doing running and I used to run with my nose. It was hard, but I did it. But, and then I did the doing this. Um, running was hard. I've always been quite a good runner and I'm like, in terms of my cardio strength, but mm-hmm. it was definitely hard to, to change how I was running. I stopped running there a few months later i think partly it was it was difficult to run at the same level that i was before Bateco because you have obviously adapting my breathing i had to run slower i had to change it and i could have done it i i run now and i run i go to the gym most nights a week and i run i can run about 1500 meters just in fairly shallow fairly and. Um, not a, certainly not a jog, more of a run. So now I can very much run with my nose. But in the early stages, I just started the method and I was running maybe for an hour a night at doing 800 meters, short break, 1,500. And it was, it's hard to change your breathing especially as a young person. And I think and as a young person, especially cause you're running at quite a high level and then you've got to hold on a minute. You've got to change everything because you're, when you run it, so your breathing is such a big part. So it was hard. I stopped. I had um, issues with my ankles, but that was unrelated. Um, but yeah.
1: Uh, do, so have you noticed that in general, a difference when you, when you do exercise, that breathing the way Botteco recommends that that makes a difference?
0: Yeah. I've so, always, what way? I, um, well, I play tennis a bit now. Um, okay. I, I also play golf, but I don't think it really... Golf isn't as much for the intense... Oh,
1: golf, well, you might have felt some difference in your concentration and your...
0: Yeah. Golf, um, is- golf I did, I've never played golf not doing the take I see, okay. So I can't compare. But tennis, I know, in terms of a sport, when you notice when you either... And you can see it when you watch tennis as well. And, like, I, I don't know whether doing it I wouldn't say I would always do it in shallow breathing and then stop once. I can't do it when I'm in control, but very much just keeping my mouth shut, not, it's it makes it easier to do sport in a way. It's, it's definitely, like you can see, I remember while well, me and my mum watch a lot of tennis and my mum would always point out, look at Federer, his mouth is always shut. Yes. And I've never felt a need to play tennis and I run a lot when I play I, I'm not someone who stands still and plays I'm not but I, I try and always play with my and it, it's just easier. you've got more clarity or not standing there panting it's much easier to play a sport and think and do that yeah. when you're not lightheaded because you're over breathing
1: Do you feel perhaps my experience is that doing exercise that way gives me energy instead of taking it away
0: well i used to yeah i still i did used to run um not not well well after the running when i ran properly but going on runs and things i used to run and i used to feel that everything was in time with each other breathing through my nose was in time with my body and it was all i wouldn't say it was shallow breathing but everything was in a rhythm and it's completely different running like it's much easier you like i could run in that speed that i i used to run about 5k and i could run another 10k at the exact same speed because my body was just in a system it wasn't it wasn't overworking it wasn't but you could just go and then at the end of my run i'd be able to sprint i'd be able to do that i wasn't out of breath i wasn't it was just it got into a rhythm and that's it's completely different
1: yeah that's interesting did you have the experience of starting really slow you start very slow and as time progresses, you can go faster and then you can go in the end, as you're describing really hard in terms of rhythm, in terms of speed, but the breathing doesn't change. It gives you the same sort of energy. Of course you feel it in, you of feel it in your legs, but you don't have to change the breathing.
0: Yeah. Well, when it gets faster, once it's all in a tight in a rhythm, you don't, it's just, if I want to go faster, it just, it's just, you just do it. You're not, you're not thinking, okay, I'm going to now open my mouth and deep breathe and I breathe really hard so I can sprint. It's just, okay, now I'm going to sprint. It's, I think, I think now, well, I run on a treadmill at the gym for like just a few minutes uh, and I'd probably run at about just a bit slower than a sprint and just, I just keep it and I'm I, I don't, I don't open my, like that's barely anything. Yeah, like it's, very inter- it's, yeah. it's very
1: interesting what you describe because it's, it's almost like you get into that rhythm of your breathing and you're in contact with your true, the true engine of your body.
0: When you don't have to think about how you breathe, when you don't have to, or maybe, I don't, I wouldn't say you're thinking about how you breathe. I'm just, I'm just thinking of, well, when I run the rhythm of how I'm running and that's just, it's easier. It's. It's a much easier way to exercise if you want to focus on other things. If I want to focus on um, the angle my feet are when I run, if I want to focus on how high my knees are going, if I want to focus on any number of the things, and same with tennis. If I'm not focusing on getting my breath back and trying to keep fit in the points and I, oh, my God, I can't run there, I'm just thinking, no, this is – I'm thinking about how I want to play. I'm not thinking. I don't have to think about my body. I don't have to think about that. There's a whole factor that's out.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and I think that what gives uh, Federer, in part, of course, the the elegance and the ease with which he plays.
0: Like you watch you watch a tennis match afterwards, you see Nadal dripping with sweat, and Federer is like he's just, yeah, hasn't done anything.
1: And all shouting and so on and fair yeah. it's just it's like a it's like a dance
0: yeah it's, like, it's easier everything's easier. beautiful
1: that's great um have you noticed any uh, i'm interested about two things one from your personal experience if you have noticed any any change in terms of social dynamics
0: in terms of social dynamics i think if you ask my mum, i used to be quite erratic in my moods i used to um, i could just I've always been quite a fiery person and I still am, but I used to just flip off the handle. I used to also have a bit of anxiety. I used to get very anxious about things. Very much now I'm not. I don't think my mood's much more constant and nothing lasts so long. The best time of my mood in terms of the when I'm a best person is after I've done my practice in the morning. But my mood is very much, I don't, things don't affect me in the same way i don't feel the same anxieties i used to be terrible i used to have like a tantrum i used to have a meltdown over something that would just made me anxious but now i just don't you don't care as much it's not yeah
1: And and yet you still feel that you can keep your your own character and you can be yourself even more right
0: yeah Well, it's, yeah, you're not, well, no one likes it when they're anxious. No one likes it. It's not a part of you. No no one, I don't think you talk to anyone with a mental health issue or say anything. And they say that it's not a part of them that they want. It's not who they are. It's something, it makes it harder to be who you are when you've got that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. So what's the, I mean, in the podcast, we're addressing, you know, what teenagers go through and the benefits that they can have with the method. So what are the things that you see around in people of your age, uh, what have you seen this, uh, you know, throughout your teenage, you're now heading towards the end of, I, I believe you're 18 now, right? Yeah,
0: I'm uh, 18.
1: And, and so when did you start doing boteco Was it, uh,
0: I started doing takeo kwon um, when I was fourteen, maybe.
1: Ah, oh, very interesting. So you've done it throughout mm. your.
0: I've done it for most of my teenage years. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um,
0: yeah. Physically, I've never had a problem with my skin, which most people do. Mm. Like not at all. I'm. I've made, I've never really had any spots, any any of that. Um, this is just a physical thing, but I think. I think it also comes back to the not caring about things. I think, I think I've been much more in control of my emotions and I've been much more able and things aren't, and like, I think political issues, I think teenagers are very much emotionally attached to and very, it's very hard to not care and not, I still care about things, but I think people go from one extreme to the other to, and it's very much like a crazy, like people change their opinions so much when they're a teenager. But me, I don't, I'm not so emotionally motivated. I'm very political and I I do politics as an A-level at school, and um, but I'm not emotionally attached to it in the same way.
1: So could we say perhaps you're not so programmable?
0: Yeah, I don't, I've, well, it's interesting. My, my parents, um, I think are quite accepting they're not they're quite, quite liberal people they're not um yeah they're not they're, very, they're definitely not down the line and they're not but they're not very they don't really they're not completely crazy but they're not completely they're not down the line at all and i don't think and i think as a person i very much i i always have viewed intelligence or the ability to understand multiple sides of an argument and the ability to not be emotionally invested in one side of an argument, which makes you unable to understand the other Mm -hmm. is very rare. It's very rare to be able to be, to look at something in a more rational and in a more pragmatic way. And I think that's something I've been able to do. And I don't think a lot of people are, Mm. Um, especially teenagers.
1: So, people listening to this podcast might be thinking that that's how you are. You are an intelligent teenager who's capable of making those distinctions before before the others do. But you are actually connecting it to the work that you've done with Buteco. How so?
0: Well, I heard. Um, I was listening. My dad um, was on a um, on a Zoom lesson and. I was listening and someone asked, and I can't remember, I think it was Vladimir who said, People with high CPs, they don't really care. It's not, they're not, when you're much healthier, when you're much, when you've done the method, and when you're, I think you're much less, it's like Nadal, it's like Federer in a tennis match. You're not screaming, you're not shouting, you're not, you're not so vulnerable to um, things that people become very, Emotional and people maybe allow an ugly part of themselves to come out, I don't think, I think that part of me, like I don't really, I'm just kind of, I'm much more in control of it, I'm much more, I don't feel as, I can under, I feel like I can understand things and I can talk about things and I can care about things, but I don't need to be so emotional about things that I lose perspective.
1: Are you conscious of the fact that 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 your breathing is very connected to that aspect
0: um not so much i don't i don't really know the only thing i've ever heard was vladimir saying um or it might be christopher saying um that people with high cps they don't care it's not you're much more that's all i've that's what i've heard i don't know I think, well, a lot of people in, I'm not sure I don't, I've, I've never thought about it in terms of my breathing until he said that. And I said, yeah, I don't, I very much, I don't, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not emotionally crazy and not crazy, just erratic.
1: Yeah. Got it. That's very interesting. So from, from the work that you have done and for, from what you've seen around, right? Because there be, there could be teenagers listening to this podcast or maybe parents of teenagers who are listening to this podcast from what you've seen around in other teenagers throughout these years that you've been doing Buteko, What have you seen that could make Buteko valuable for, for those people?
0: Well, most teenagers are very, very unhealthy mm. mentally, physically, um, I think I was quite a healthy teenager. I think someone getting migraines and being quite tired isn't, it's definitely not the worst thing that a lot of teenagers have. Like there's teenagers with like, I know I can think of, if I think of all of my best friends, I think I can think of numerous mental health issues. And I can think of also um, physical, um, can't remember the name, but like diseases, illnesses. Um,
1: So in general, you see that your 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 friends and colleagues are are sick, actually. Right.
0: Well, people, people, no one would say they're sick. It's just normal. People have mental health issues. Everyone has a mental health issue. Um, But I think there's a difference between having a mental health issue. There's a difference between just being times I'm upset. Sometimes I'm angry. That's normal. That's human. But there's. But when you're having eating disorders or when you're having serious anxiety or when you, something's not right, something's you're not healthy, you're yeah. not healthy in, in your brain isn't healthy, your nervous system isn't healthy. Physically, I know a lot of people that have, I, I don't know how many a lot, but I know people that have
1: immune disorder perhaps or.
0: Well, everyone, lots of people have allergies. That's another thing. Yeah, um, for sure. Lots and lots of people have allergies and people.
1: What about in terms of medication? Do, do many of them medicate themselves in any way?
0: Well, people, yeah, there's, well, well, in ter- on a basic level of painkillers and a lot of that, everyone has painkillers in their back. You um, see, that's yeah. is,
1: this is quite amazing for us because when I, when I talk to Vladimir or Martha about this, these ages, they barely remember anyone being sick in any way. Or, or even being slightly fat yeah
0: oh yeah oh, and I, oh I
1: remember man. the same thing and when you mm. talk to me about what's normal in your age group
0: yeah it's
1: actually quite shocking
0: well wait there's a whole nother thing people pe- i could in terms of people being in a people being overweight every look 80 percent of people are overweight and then 80 percent 80%, I don't know, but, well, you've got probably 60% that maybe are overweight, and then you've got 20% that have an eating disorder and are underweight, and then you've got, there's very few people that are just naturally or in their natural life and that without, regardless of how much exercise, just a, a, a healthy weight. It's very rare to, for people to be at healthy weight because also I think the the weight that we consider healthy has gone up definitely. And I think even me, I can say I've got, I've got photos on the wall from when I was 13 um, and I'm, I am i was by no means overweight. I was, but I was chubby. I, there was more like, I'm not thin now. I'm not skinny. I'm, but I'm not, I was chubby in my face, like yeah. I lost weight around my face. It just happened naturally. I'm not like like that just happened. That happened with my mum as well, my dad. My sister has Down syndrome and um a lot yeah. of people with Down syndrome are overweight and it's very hard to maintain their weight. It's harder than for you or I. But yes. she's very much she's not overweight. And yeah, I
1: saw I saw the testimony about, about your sister, quite remarkable.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Excellent. That's very, very good. So what about so when you when you see when you see that friends and colleagues have uh, you know these problems could be anxiety for example do they get do you know if they get a, a specific medication for that or is, a, is there an alternative treatment for that or do they have any treatment it's just simply something that you see that they're anxious mm. and it's something that you clearly see but you don't know if they're getting any solution for I'll that
0: kind of um i don't really know what medication i know people are on medication people have things for anxiety people have antidepressants people have. In terms of physical illnesses, I don't know so much. I know one of my friends takes medication. Um,
1: it's quite an interesting picture because for, for my generation this you 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 didn't see these things, you know? Yeah. So what about the pill?
0: Birth control. Yep. I know I know someone who takes it for they've got a chronic, I don't know if it's chronic illness, they've got um PCOS, polycystic. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if they have it, but they've got something that might be it, or something, and they suffer from nausea and things. Um, but they take the pill, and yeah. I know I don't think so. So many people. There are people on it, definitely. There are a lot of people on it, but I don't. In terms of my friends and things, I don't.
1: Okay, that's interesting. Uh, I asked that because we we address that we address that in the podcast that we did with the practitioners, because there's going to be a part where you will be speaking and other teenagers will be speaking. And there's a part where the practitioners just talk among themselves about the cases that, that they had. So just to finish, uh, Shmoo, um, so from what you have seen and what you have explained and what you have experienced, if, uh, you know, if a teenager has a health issue, or any issue that wants to resolve, what would you tell them in terms of your experience with the Buteyko Method?
0: Well, my experience is, is there's nothing, there's no danger, there's no, sure. there's no reason not to. There's no reason, you might think you're healthy, you might, you might not think you're healthy, you might, but there's no reason not to do it. It takes some work, but I was younger, I do, I do one practice a day now. I get up in the morning and I do 100 jumps Um, and that's all I do. Um, Sometimes I'll do one in the evening, maybe if I'm more tired or if um, if I've done something a lot that day, I'll maybe do one Um, or before an exam I might do one, but it's not a big part. It took me probably three months, maybe less, of practicing maybe twice, three times a day or more. Um, I don't think much more though. Um, I did it on the child's course back when I was 14, but it didn't take much. It wasn't, it wasn't a big part of my day and now it's minimal. It takes me five minutes in the morning. There's no reason not to. There's no, I say this to my friend who's like, but people were very scared to come away from a conventional view of medicine and come away from the medicine. People don't really want to do things for themselves. People just want to take a pill or do whatever um that's easy but it's it might be harder and as you get older it's obviously harder um because you've had more illness you've had more drugs you've had more in that's come into you that's made you unhealthy but why not do it it's not it's not going to harm you it so it's the only thing it can do is help and if you don't do it properly then it might not even do anything but if you do it properly and then you As much as you put into it, you'll get from it. I think that's. Yeah. I I could have done more. I could do three a day still. I could do, but I don't. I do. I do what works for me. I do. I don't like. I don't eat. I still eat things that. Um. I might be told that like raspberries aren't going to be so good for my breathing. Eating chicken might not be so good for my breathing. I still do it. Maybe I'll do a set afterwards or I'll do some jumps afterwards, but it's not, it's not hard. It's not, it doesn't take away from your life. I don't, the only thing it can really do is add to it and you can do it how you want.
1: Well, the key about those things you mentioned is that the key is to know that, right? The key is to know that they're going to affect your breathing and you have a choice and and you can regulate that because at the end of the day, it's your
0: choice. You choose how much you put in, you choose how much you get out. Um, That's right,
1: but you have the knowledge, you see, and then you have a choice like, okay, to, okay today yeah. I'm going to eat chicken. I know that it's going to reduce my breathing, but I'm feeling pretty good and I like it and yeah. I'm just going to have it. Sure.
0: And it no. used to, I actually, I would say, two years ago, um, or a year, yeah, two years ago even, um, I used to go up to my grandma's and I'd maybe have like um, chicken and loads of meat and things, that so we don't really have much meat at home. And I used to get a headache afterwards. I had done take her, but it was like, I didn't, wouldn't really eat. I wasn't really eating so much of those foods early on. And I used to get a headache and, but two years on now, when I, my CP is high and I've been doing it for longer, my breathing's much different. I don't really breathe through my mouth at all. Um, I can eat chicken and it doesn't really. Sure. I'm absolutely.
1: Like, well, you mentioned two very, very important things for teenagers to know about this that it's very safe, that it's absolutely true. Yeah. And, it's, and in teenagers works, is very quick. Yeah, it's quite it, mind blowing.
0: It's, it's nothing like what's holding your nose going to do to you. Like, yeah, exactly. Sitting, like you're breathing, like you're practically meditating for two minutes.
1: Yeah. What's holding your nose going to do to you there? I love yeah. that. Absolutely.
0: Like the only and like, yeah, that's like I said, it to my friend who like they want to be a doctor and they're really into like the medicine and the drugs and the surgeries and the blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, have fun. You've got all of these issues. I don't.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: I do two, three sports a day. Most days I go to school. I've got exams in two months and I'm fine. Yeah. I've got the energy like. Well,
1: boteco is very clinical. You know, it's all based in, in true science, in true physiology.
0: Yeah. Like they don't like. They might not believe it. Like they might not like. It's not what's obviously promoted. It's not. But if you just give it a go, like, what's like, if you're if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But you might as well try.
1: Sure, this is only done by people who are understand and and are ready to. They're open minded and they and it makes sense (laughs) for them, because it takes practice. But as I say, as and as you said with uh, with teenagers is very quick The yeah. results are extraordinary yeah. and very
0: quick no one, you can't do it if you don't want to do it because you're you can't you can't really force yourself yeah then you can't yeah you've got to believe that you're doing it and you've got to want to do it you've got to want to help yourself i think like you could force you could do it you couldn't be like i hate this but i'm gonna do it Hmm. Um, and you'd feel the effects, but I think it's much easier to do it if you're just like, right, I'm doing it, it's not a big deal. That's why exactly. I'm just doing it. Exactly. And then you've got the knowledge, you've got the tool for the rest of your life.
1: Very important point. You, you have a skill that you, that you have for the rest of your life. Yeah. And as a teenager, maybe you don't, I mean, you do, okay, but other, other people yeah. might not see what the benefit could be. But if you have that in your oh. toolbox, Uh, maybe it will be very useful when you're an adult. Extremely useful.
0: Like, I just think if I can maintain it, if I can do my 100 jumps a day or I had COVID, I did more practice, I was ill for, was I even ill for like Mm. a day or two and like loads of people, even people my age have been very ill with COVID. Like, I'm just like, that was easy. I got over it. I didn't even practice as much as I could have done. My mum was, my mum had covid and she was doing loads and she was over it like that like she was in bed and then she was out of bed um but i didn't i was kind of i think i enjoyed sitting down for a while um but um i like i did a fair amount and it was fine and like you've got the tool like all the things like yeah
1: great small um well, thank you so much. I, I think, um, no I think this is going to help a lot of people. Yeah. Because uh, it's, it's very much needed. Yeah. So yeah, I think I, I'm really grateful that you did this for us. And when we have the, the episode ready, I'll, I'll send it to you.
0: I don't know if I'll be able to listen to my own voice.
1: (laughs) Well, nobody likes to listen to their own voice, you know. um, I'm a a voice professional, you know, I was an opera singer. Really? Wow. And even me, sometimes I struggle. That's universal, you see?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Okay, so, well, thank you so much. And I hope everything goes well to you. And I hope to see you you soon. You you know. Yeah. All the best. Thank you. Thank you. 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 Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, there you have it. Thank you, Shmoo, very much for doing that. We want younger generations to be familiar with the Buteyko Method, so if you find this interesting, visit our website, link in the description below, www.LearnButeykoOnline.net, where you can find testimonials, you can find also information about free webinars that are given by our very experienced uh, practitioners. And uh, we also teach the method in other languages. We teach it in Greek, in Spanish, in Hebrew and more. And we hope to see you in the next one. Until then.